The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. One project that transformed the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's 94 calls to action into child accessible language. The others studied the rise of hate and anti-Semitism in Canada, culminating in a documentary on historical injustices. These are two groundbreaking projects that have won two Winnipeg teachers the Governor General's History Award for Excellence in Teaching. And we have them both with us now live on 680 CJOB. Jacqueline Cleave is with Laura Secord School. Kelly Hubert with Westwood Collegiate. Thank you both for joining us this afternoon and congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. It's great to be here. So, and I, I... this is just marvelous because I think of just all the effort that you put into it and this recognition is important, but I'm also thinking that if you're a student in one of your classes, uh, you are so fortunate to be um, involved in this. Um, Jacqueline Cleave, first of all, tell us a little bit about the project at Laura Secord. Um, sure. It started a few years ago, actually. I um, was the winner of the award last year and before that it had been a while since we wrote the book. When the calls first came out, um, a discussion that I had with Chantal Cote at the division was about making it accessible for children because obviously the language in the report from the CRTC was a bit beyond the kids we work with. And we came up with the idea of having the kids do the work to rewrite it so that they could understand it and hopefully other people as well. And with some help from a UNESCO grant, we were able to publish a book and it was a pretty amazing year-long project. Tell us about the book. I have this. It's amazing. Um, It's um, a book that compiles the original words of the 94 Calls to Action. And the children also work to do some poetry on each of the um, calls that spoke to them. They rewrote every one of the calls and they illustrated it. Um, So it's a pretty gorgeous piece of of art that accompanies um, the different calls. And I think we did a a pretty good job of simplifying the language. One of the things we realized early on was that we needed to spell out what the problem was that the call was to answer because it wasn't necessarily obvious to people without that knowledge. And I think in the end, that proved to be one of the most useful pieces of um, writing in the book because it makes it clear why we are still looking to um, answer the calls. Let's uh, leave Laura Secord School for a minute and, and check in at Westwood Collegiate. Kelly Hebert, uh, what did you and your students do? Well, uh, over the last two and a half years, uh, a group of students of mine created the Westwood Historical Society. And uh, the students felt uh, that it was important to address the rise in hate. We saw the rise in anti-Asian hate. We see the rise in xenophobia, Islamophobia, homophobia. And we see the rise of one of the oldest forms of hate, which is anti-Semitism. And so the students uh, really wanted to address this issue. Uh, they wanted to find a way to, um, you know, insert themselves into this project. And so we came up with the idea to make a student-led documentary where we were privileged uh, enough to uh, interview nine uh, local Holocaust survivors and one survivor from Montreal um, to hear their stories and testimony and kind of give us a forewarning of what happens when we don't learn about these uh, past injustices and when we don't connect to these stories at various ages. So 
Um, you know, the whole point was to empower students to make change and transform society, and, and hopefully this is just, uh, you know, the start of this. What impact did that have on the children? Oh, I think, honestly, I, uh, over the last few years of working on this project, I think it's transformed who they are as people. Uh, just in speaking with them about the project and the, the impact that, you know, being able to sit in the survivor's living room, um, hearing their their you know, deepest wounds that they had to relive uh, in, in telling their stories really impacted them not only as, as students, but as human beings. And it really struck home because no matter who you are, where you come from, uh, we're all humans and we all need to treat one other, treat one, sorry, treat each other with love and compassion and empathy. And I think that really uh, stood out to them throughout hearing all of these different stories. Two teachers join us now, Kelly Hubert from Westwood Collegiate, Jacqueline Clee from Laura Secord School. Both are Governor General's History Award recipients for excellence in teaching. As I listen to both of you speak, Jacqueline, the subject matter is different, but the theme is the same. Those of us who, who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And do and you feel like that message is, has gotten through? Because it is about the next generation who are going to live their lives potentially with people that never experienced the things that they have talked about. Oh, absolutely. And I think one of the messages that has come through loud and clear as we've been working on reconciliation as a nation is the understanding of intergenerational trauma and helping the kids of my classes um, understand that even though the schools have been closed for a while and the kids their age going through school, Indigenous children of their own age are not actually attending residential schools, that the the ripple effect of that uh, policy in our country has certainly not gone away. And we also, of course, have explored the ongoing issues with the child welfare system and the 60 scoop, and that's all part of the calls as well. So I think bringing the whole um, historical piece into a modern context and helping them to understand that realizing the relationships that exist today and the realities we're struggling with today were rooted in this systemic racism of the past. And I think that the kids really benefited from having a chance to talk about and explore and understand that better. To you both, beginning with you, Jacqueline, what's next? Well, every year we pull out the book and the students, like the new students that I have in my class look to a call that they choose and and make it into our action for the year. So I guess we'll keep working along that line. And there's always new issues and new social justice topics that the kids bring forward. We've talked about what's going on right now in Ukraine. And so just building on that sense of global citizenship and, and understanding how history is repeat it if we don't, as you say, learn from it, and just how um, we need to build a world where we are all safe and respected. Kelly? Yeah, very much echoing uh, what uh, she just said. The biggest thing for me now is I'm just finishing up my master's degree in curriculum teaching and learning, um, and I would love to to be a part of curriculum development in the humanities and social sciences, uh, but also continuing the storytelling uh, of students and what they feel is important to address and empowering them um, and giving them the tools that they need to to actively engage in change. And so that's a big part part of this for me. Uh, I lead uh, with with a colleague of mine, uh, holo- a Holocaust tour over the summer, 
And so any, any time where we're able to uh, speak into the lives of students and give them opportunities to hear from others um, and to develop their voice and agency is, is crucial. And, you know, throughout uh, my courses, I hope to continue this uh, uh, addressing these injustices as well. Congratulations to you both. We know that you don't do it for the prize money that that you or the school will receive. And listening to you both, uh, I think it's safe to say the next generation are set up extremely well with the two of you guiding some of them towards their future. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.